You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows, visit electronicmediacollective.com. We're doing great. How are we doing tonight, Scott? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, I don't know if I'm having a little, little bit of like internet issues tonight, but uh, if my sound quality goes in and out, you're gonna have to let me know. Yeah, I uh, have to let you know. It's it sounds all right sometimes, but every now and then it's like a little lag, little little something like that. Like you, you know how it is. Like when somebody's internet's slow, and you're trying to talk to them on like a Discord or a Google Hangouts, they have that like technology sound. It sounds like they're roboting. It's kind of like that. It happens every now and then, so it's not too bad. Yeah, I've been watching. I mean, I don't know if you've heard. There's a big election coming up. Yeah. And I'm kind of a politics junkie, especially just this time of year. And I've been watching a lot of, uh, believe it or not, I've been watching MSNBC and Fox News. I don't watch CNN. I find I find CNN very boring. I, I don't care for CNN. I like MSNBC and I don't really like Fox, but I like things about them. I like certain people. But moral of the story is I watch those two, and in the age of COVID, they're doing what we're doing right now. They don't have guests in the studio anymore. The talking heads, they're always brought to you by by Zoom or Google Meets or something, and it, it, it never fails. Like, once a week, somebody loses connection or sounds all robot or freezes or or the, the anchor has to be like, I think you're on mute. Unmute yourself. So those are professionals. Those are people who do this for a living. We're just two jagoffs doing a podcast. So shit's going to happen. I apologize to the listeners if our sound is fucked up, but uh, I mean, fucking deal with it. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even finish the last vice presidential debate. I made it like thirty minutes through, and I just said, "Screw it, I'm not even gonna watch the rest of it." Maybe I'll go back and finish yeah. it at some point. It was just I felt dirty after watching what little I watched. I had to go yeah. shower, take a hot shower. Yeah, I, I watched the whole thing, um, and it was much better than that shit show the week before, which was the presidential debate between Trump and Biden. That thing was a circus. We talked about it. The I just didn't. I just didn't feel like that they gave any information. Pence seemed very slimy, 
and gross every single time he opened his mouth because he kept talking about how much they care he cared about the american people and everything they're doing for the american people and it was like disgusting kind of the way he was talking almost and then like i was not impressed by harris at all like there were parts of it that was like okay yeah but then like the thing the last question i heard was very early on the one they were talking about like presidents and their mental disabilities and have you had a conversation about it and would you have a conversation about it to you like your superior about it like that early on question and i I was unimpressed by her answer because, like everybody else, she didn't answer the question. She just started talking about, like, how old her mother was when she gave birth to her and, like, her history in politics. And I was like, that's got nothing to do with anything. So. <clears throat> yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, the thing about Mike Pence, man, I, he could have said some great things for all I know, but. You nailed it when you used the word disgusting, because I didn't pay one fucking bit of attention to what he was talking about, because I couldn't, first of all, I couldn't stop staring at his horrible bloodshot pink eye. Yeah. That looked so fucking terrible. Like, I was like, moly, 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 moly. I could not stop looking at it. It was awful. And then midway through, a fucking fly lands on his head. And I'm like, I, I just like was staring at the fly, like zoning out. I'm like, wow, wow, I have no idea what's going on. And Harris, um, man, I tell you what, I was, I was disappointed in her. I was looking forward to her showing. Uh, I watched her debate in the uh, Democratic primary when there was 20 fucking people standing on a stage. And she was by far the most aggressive person. She went after everybody, man. She went after Tim Ryan. She went after Beto O'Rourke. She went after Pete Buttigieg. She went after Bernie Sanders. And, and she even went after Joe Biden. She went after him hard, especially on, like, the race issues and his voting record when he was in the Senate. I remember thinking, oh, she just burned her bridge. If he, He'll never pick her as vice president. Yeah, I was wrong there. The joke's on you. So I, yeah, I expected her to fucking come out, like, like a badass bitch. I'm not was. surprised she, she didn't. Yeah. And I think I think her team, who was debate prepping her, was like, listen, look how bad Joe and Trump looked. They were mean and bullies to each other. We don't want you to come off that way, especially since you're already behind the eight ball because you're a woman of color. And we know how people will just call her an angry, mad black woman, which is wrong, but you know they will. So I think they prepped her on, now don't be mean, now don't be mean. And I fucking hate that. I wanted her to I wanted her to throw a knockout punch to Pence, and she just didn't. And I, I mean, was disappointed. The problem with that is then you would you would assume then that some of the people that criticized Trump for being an asshole last week would be called out for not criticizing Harris for being an asshole this or this uh, debate if she did that. So that's probably why they did it. Because everybody yeah, that, com- commented on all that shit and everything like that of Trump in the first debate, so. No, you're probably right, and I, I agree. I think that's probably why she didn't. But there's a difference from being being firm, going on attack, and being tough, and not following the rules and interrupting every fucking question. There's a she she could have still been tough and not been belligerent like Trump was. 
but she wasn't. So yeah, I'm with you, man. I was very disappointed. It wasn't a good debate. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't uh, sit there. I tend to listen to these these debates when I'm in the car, like driving to and from work, so I don't have to waste time actually like sitting and watching it. But yeah, after like 30 minutes or so, I was like, I can't do it. I it's not any. I'm not getting any information. So just like every other debate that exists. So. Well, there's some good news. We don't have to worry about any more debates because, uh, yeah. Because Trump has COVID, so they decided to remove to move the remaining debate to be virtual, you know, over a Zoom call like we're doing yeah. right now. But uh, Trump said, no fucking way, I'm not doing it. So the debate is canceled, and I say, oh, well, I yeah. really don't care. You want to know, know how the third debate would go? Go back and watch the first debate. It'll go like that. Yeah, so... I think at this point, most kind of- people are convinced on who they're going to vote for, so I don't think it would matter anyway. I mean, most states are already voting. A lot of states have early voting, and yeah, if you don't know who you're voting for by now, you got a serious fucking problem. Are you doing mail-in voting? Um, my whole family is, but I am not, because as you know, I work the polls, so I have to go to my polling place on election day anyway and sit there all day. So I figure I might as well vote while I'm there. But yeah, but everybody else in my family has already voted by mail. Oh, okay. Yeah. What about you? What's your voting plan? I'm probably just going to go in. Like, I'll get off work and then I'll head down there and do it. It's never usually that busy where I go vote, so... I would understand mail-in voting for, like, the big cities whenever they have, like... There was this one video I saw, this one dude who said he waited, like, seven hours to, like, vote where he was. They were doing, like, early voting or some crap like that because they were, like, larger cities. Anyway, like, seven hours. I don't have to worry about that where we live, typically. So, I'll just... Maybe I'll have to wait, like, 10 or 15 minutes. Maybe 20. I don't know. Yeah, you... I bet you have to wait longer than you normally do because this is kind of, this election's kind of a big deal compared to some of the other ones. But you're right, you won't be there longer than an hour, no way. Yeah. And you take your you take your sister with you? Probably. Yeah. If she's with okay. me on that day, yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Yep, just make a voting plan. It doesn't matter what it is. You should just make a plan to make sure your your voice is heard. I don't fucking care who you vote for. I say that to anybody listening. Just fucking vote. If you don't vote, then you have no right to bitch. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Even if you vote third party, at least vote. At least vote. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I, 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 yeah, let's let's move on because, you know... I mean, the election is kind of a big deal, and we only have a couple weeks left. And like I said to you before the show, win, lose, or draw, I'm ready for it to be done. I'm just ready to move on with my life. So I'm done talking about it. Let's let's move on. Have you been watching any? You been watching anything? Um, I finished uh, Star Wars: Clone Wars. How'd that go? It was a great season ender. I thought. 
there's like some criticism for it, but I thought it was a fantastic because the season ender takes place like the entire almost the entire last season, like at least the latter half of it takes place during like episode three when like Anakin goes to the dark side and Order 66 happens and all that shit. So it's like primarily from the perspective of Ahsoka and what's going on with her during, during Order 66. And there's this really great scene where Ahsoka's on Mandalore and Darth Maul's there. And there's a fantastic fight scene that is all mo- motion mo-capped. It's all motion capture. So the entire scene is basically like two people wearing those mocap suits with the, like the dots mm-hmm. on them and stuff. And, but that's, and they, they like CGI it over that. So it looks amazing. Um, yeah, I, I, I once that is good. I'm glad I finished it. <clears throat> I thought it was a satisfactory end and we see what Ahsoka was doing. Now I heard, a, I heard, and I don't know if this is any truth behind it, but I heard that they might try to bring Ahsoka into, um, the mandalorian really that's what that's just what i it could just be a rumor i don't know but like i heard that they might try to have her cameo into it i don't know i've never watched rebels all the way through so i don't know if she's Mm -hmm. actually dead or not so maybe that's just a bullshit rumor but that's what i heard so that'd be cool because mandalorian season two starts the end of this month yes it starts in a couple weeks i'm very excited about that yeah um as far as the Clone Wars go, uh, that's a show that I was watching. I, I I took a break from it, and I've got several seasons to go before I finish. Um, I think maybe eventually I'll go back to it. Same thing with Rebels. Rebels is something I started. I think I watched the whole first season and maybe a couple episodes in the second season, and then I took a break from it. And that's one I liked. I would like to go back and revisit it, but not right now. Not at this moment. I also watched that Netflix movie with Tom Holland in it, uh, Devil All the Time. Oh yeah, that's on my watch list. I, I thought that looked good. What do you think? It's pretty good. Um, get ready to be, as a dad, especially get ready to be like angry, because uh, Robert Pattinson, who is fantastic, fantastic, and it plays a character that you just want to just want to hate so badly because yeah. of what he does in it so mm-hmm. um it's very much it takes place i think like a, like just after like a decade or so after like world war Two. i think i'm pretty sure so it's like not a recent timepiece. but tom holland's great in it tom holland is pretty fantastic and it's good to see him doing something other than spider-man so we can you know, see that, oh, he is a good actor. It's not just like a fluke. Mm-hmm. He's just not like a good Spider-Man. So, um, yeah. But, yeah. So, it's good. I liked it. It'll make you angry, though, cool. if, you're, if, you're, if you're a parent. So. <coughs> but, yeah, well, yeah, I, I saw I the trailer. I saw the trailer for it. I saw the trailer for it, and I thought it looked very interesting. So, I added it to my maybe-to-watch list. So I, I think that's one I'm going to check out eventually here. Yeah. Or you could always chorus of cinema to me. Who knows? I could. I probably won't since you already intend to watch it. So. Well, okay. But uh, so uh, there's a couple shows I want to talk about. There's two shows that I finished this week. 
And there's two other shows that I just started. And boy, when you hear what those two are, you're going to give me some serious shit. Oh boy. But first, we'll talk about the shows that I finished this week. And I talked about both of these on the show already when I started watching them. So now I'll let you know that I finally finished the whole season. I finished season two of The Boys. Nice. Was it was and, it good? Uh, was it satisfactory? It was. It was. I really enjoy that universe. Um, just like in season one, there was like kind of like a shocking end. Season number one, there was a shocking end to season number two. It makes you like, oh, I want season number three right now. You know, one of those type of deals. Yeah. So I liked it. I liked it a lot. The good news is season three won't be that long because they filmed season three along with season two. So season three is already shot and done. They just need to release it. Hmm. That's good. So that's, so that's exciting. But, man, I know you watched season one of The Boys, right? Oh, yeah, it was amazing. I loved it. Yeah, and you haven't you haven't watched any of season two? No, it'll be. Uh, I'll start it probably like the weekend of Thanksgiving because that that week uh, the semester will be over for me, so I'll have some time to sit down and enjoy it. So I'll probably watch it then. Well, the good news is all the episodes are out, so it's not yeah. like you're, you're not doing what I had to do. I had to watch one episode a week and then wait a whole week for the next one. God, I hate that. Yeah, that's I, that's how they can do the Mandalorian too. Yeah, like they, like they know, did with season that, one. So yeah, they did that. I I shows like that that I love. I just want binge watch. Anyway, yeah. so I I finished the boys season two. The other one I finished I finished uh, season one of Star Trek Lower Decks, which is the animated new series they have. Yeah, how was that? And I t- I talked about it on here. Oh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. I enjoy the humor in it. There's so many Trekkie jokes. If you're not a Trekkie, you're not going to enjoy this show. But if like, this show is completely catered to us, to the big Star Trek fans. Yeah. And I, I, I loved it. I loved it a lot. So pop culture references and all this crazy. <laughs> I, it's good. It's good. That'll be another one. I'll probably... Uh check out after thanks after thanksgiving yeah yeah all right so the two shows that i started watching and boy are you gonna shit on me for this the first show that i just started watching and i've only seen the first episode of it i've only watched the pilot because so far that's all that has been released i started watching the Walking Dead, The World Beyond. Of course you did. It is a second spin-off show that exists in the Walking Dead universe. And I don't know why I'm doing this to myself, because... Uh, Was the, the pilot Dead. any good? Uh, um, no. No, it was not. I didn't care for it. But I'm going to continue watching it because I think it needs a larger sampling size before I make my decision. So we we talk 
about The Walking Dead a lot on this show, surprisingly, because there was a time, a long time ago, that I freaking loved, I loved The Walking Dead, man. It was it, one of was my favorite shows at a certain point in time. At a certain point in time, it was my favorite show on TV. Like, I, since Sunday nights is when it came on on AMC, like, it was one of the reasons why I still had cable, and I looked forward every week to watching it. Like, I had my DVR set to record it, but there was times where I'm like, oh, I'm just going to put it on live because I can't wait anymore. Like, that's how into that freaking show I was. Um, season 1, 2, and 3 of The Walking Dead were so good. Yeah. So good. Season 4 and Season 5 were just okay. Um, season 6 and Season 7 were bad. Yeah. Uh, season 8 and Season 9 have been absolutely fucking atrocious. Awful, man. Awful. Like, I don't know why I'm continuing to watch the original Walking Dead. But at this point, I feel invested. I feel like I, I, I want, I want closure. I want. I, I've been watching this show for years. <laughs> I want to know what happens. I want this show to end. I want them to make an announcement. Hey, this next season is going to be the last season of The Walking Dead. I would celebrate. I'd be like, yes, I'm going to watch the shit out of the final season. And then not have to fucking worry about that flaming turd anymore. Um, yeah, as you know, I've said it before, I stopped watching the show just before Negan came on the screen. Um, uh-huh. You know the show's going to be bad. I don't, I don't understand why you're, you know, doing this to yourself, I guess. Um, there's so many other good shows out there to watch. I don't know why you're going to watch a show that you know is going to be bad. Is it like a hate watch kind of thing where it's like, I kind of want to see how shitty the show is going to be? Not necessarily. I want uh, I want to capture lightning in a bottle because I love the first few seasons of The Walking Dead so much. And in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, what if? What if this show turns out to be amazing, just like that? And if that's the case, then I want to get on the ground floor. Um, that's probably going to be a long shot. I don't think but... at this point anything with the name Walking Dead on it is going to be anything good anymore. I think it's. I think the the um, namesake has run its course. I'm not saying the zombie so, genre has run its course, but the namesake of Walking Dead, I think it's run its course. So I don't even think any spinoff is going to be any good. So there was another spinoff of The Walking Dead. It was called Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah. And I, I think that show's still on too, believe it or not. I watched the entire first season of Fear of the Walking Dead, and I never liked it. And yet I watched the whole first season. Season two started, and I watched the first two or three episodes of season two, and it was fucking awful. And I just couldn't do it anymore. And I think I got to a good stopping point. And I was like, oh, that's it. That's it. I don't want the same thing to happen with the regular Walking Dead to happen to this. So I stopped. Cold turkey. 
and I have not been watching Fear of the Walking Dead. And it was a good decision by me. And now, what do I do? I get right back fucking into it with The Walking Dead, The World Beyond. And uh, the premise of this show... Yeah, I was going to say, what's the premise? So, it revolves around a group of four kids. Basically, like, young college-age kids that live in this community that is basically like a college campus. I think it's in Nebraska, actually. And, um... Something happens. There's like this this shady government who's kind of in charge of things in the zombie apocalypse world, and they kind of suck. They're like fascist dictators, and these kids don't really like them. So these four kids like escape from the clutches of this evil government into the world of Walking Dead zombie monsters. And the first episode was just introducing us to them and what their problem was and what their goal was and the plot. Then they go out into the world and that's how it ended. So it's going to be about these four kids, pretty much. So, question. You're watching this shit show right now. Let me ask yes. you this. Have you finished The Good Place? Because the last um, season's on Netflix. I do know that. I do know I Because I finished that. it. I and, finished uh, that. Oh, you finished The Good Place? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm saving... No, I have not watched the final season. I'm saving the last season of The Good Place for when I need something lighthearted. I'm ready to go deep and dark right now. That show's we'll pretty... The end of that how... show... I'm not going to spoil it for you. The end of that show is a little heavy, I'm not going to lie. Or at least for me, it was a little heavy. So... Yeah, don't give me any spoilers. I'm not I'll be mad, but uh, but uh, yeah, I, I def I love the good place, and I'm <coughs> going to watch the final season. I'm just saving it. We'll see how this election goes. We'll see how depressed I end up being, and if I need to watch something like comedy and funny and lighthearted, then I have that on deck. So I'm saving the good place. Final season, it's gonna happen. <coughs> but Walking Dead, World Beyond is one of the shows I started this week and I was not impressed with the first episode. I I pulled up my Netflix and I'm going to read off. I went to my list um, and I'm going to read off a series of shows that I'm going to tell you is probably better than a spin-off Walking Dead that you could easily be watching right now instead of that shit show. Uh, okay. Sherlock uh, with Benedict Cumberbatch and uh, Martin Freeman. Ash vs. Evil Dead. That's one right there. Um, the new series of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Penny Dreadful. Peaky I watched Bl- some of that. I watched some of that. Mystery Science Theater? Yeah, I started watching some of that. And uh, it's as good as it always was. But yeah. it, doesn't cap- it doesn't capture my imagination like the wide-eyed kid when the original show was on. Just It doesn't have the same effect on me anymore, and I wish it did. Um, Penny Dreadful. Peaky Blinders. Okay. The Last Kingdom. Okay. Um, scrolling, scrolling. Um, I watched. I watched the pilot. Um, I watched the pilot of The Last Kingdom, and uh, it's great. That was all I needed. Yeah. Okay. It's great. Broadchurch with uh, David Tennant. That's a that's a okay. that's a uh, detective 
kind of thing. Happy. What you got a lot? You got a lot of British shows in here. Uh, well, this isn't Happy. Uh, it's the uh, Patton Oswalt, Christopher Maloney uh, mm-hmm. TV show. Uh, Marco yeah, Polo. Yeah, that, 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 okay. Marco Polo, uh, Ripper Street. Uh, keep scrolling, keep scrolling. Uh, better Call Saul. That's uh, far better than uh, Walking Dead spinoff. Uh, Medici. That's, a, that's, that's, that's better too. Uh, and Black Mirror. So that's a, that's a series of uh, TV shows that I just named off that are on my list currently that I uh, some I still need to finish that I know are probably better than a Walking Dead spinoff that you could probably be watching right now and be satisfied. <coughs> well, I'll argue with you because more than likely you're correct. But I'm going to continue to torture myself at least for a couple weeks so I can report back to you on this show and let you know how it's going. All right. But there's a second show that I started this week. And this one I kind of made a mistake about. And I don't know if you've seen this or not. So I started watching this show and I thought, I thought it was a brand new show. I thought it was just released and I was getting on the ground floor. Turns out I was wrong. This show came out in early 2019 but I just heard about it now. Um, and this this is this is very unlike me. Let me just say, Adam, it is a DC show that exists in the CW universe. Ayo. And I started watching Swamp Thing. I've heard that is very good. That's okay. I'm pretty sure that used to be on just like the DC streaming service. And yes, then you are correct. I've heard it's I've heard it's amazing. So, I've heard it's very good. So, it originally I didn't know this. I found this out from doing my own research. It was made and released on the DC streaming service, and it was going to be like exclusive to that. They did one season there, and it got canceled after one season, and people were very very angry because. People really, really liked it. Yeah. So CW, who already has all these DC franchises, they stepped in and they said, we're going to go ahead and take it over. And I guess, from what I understand, they're planning on doing a season two that's going to be on the CW. But first, they need to go back and they need to re-air the first season that already existed on the DC streaming service but they needed to re-release it for the CW fans. And they advertised the shit out of it. And I'm like, oh, brand new CW, Swamp Thing. And as a kid, I really liked Swamp Thing. I was a fan. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to check this out. And you've always wanted me, and I watched a couple, I watched the first three seasons of Arrow. I watched the first season of Flash. I watched the pilot of, of Supergirl. And Supergirl season one was on a different network. At the and time, then yeah. C- and then CW said, okay, we're taking this over. So it was kind of one of the same deals. But uh, I- my problem with those shows, and I, I enjoy them, but it's it- it's a big watch. There's a lot. If I would have started when those shows first came out, I think I would have done a better job staying with it. Like I do with, with The Walking Dead. I started it when it first came out. If I would have started those... And so Swamp Thing 
starting, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to watch episode one when episode one comes out, so I'm going to be from the beginning and not be lost. And then I watched episode one, and then I find out, oh, a million people have already fucking seen this whole show. Yeah. So it kind of defeated my idea. But uh, I wasn't crazy about episode one, but I think it was a big setup. I mean, I, I think I think I need to give it more of a shot, more of a chance. So I'm going to keep watching Swamp Thing and see how it goes. Yeah, I've heard I've heard a lot of people talking about it, and they said it's really good. Like it's an amazing. Yeah. It's one of their favorite shows. So yeah, I, I heard that too. So I'm kind of excited to watch it. Like I said, I wasn't impressed with the first episode, but that shit kind of happens. So I'll give them a little bit of a slide. Okay. You have you have CW streaming or not CW. You have DC streaming, don't you? I used to um over the summer like during COVID uh when uh-huh. the when the quarantine was going on, I had it for a bit and I had the like a month long free trial or something like that and then I think I paid for another month and then I canceled it. I'll oh, once okay. again when the semester's over, I'll probably do it again because the Harley Quinn show was on there and i thought that was a very good show that was a that was a pretty funny show it was like batman mixed with like venture brothers and archer and rick and morty kind of rolled into one kind of mentality well i was gonna say (laughs) if you get the dc streaming service back you can watch it you can watch swamp thing with me and then we can talk about it but like is it on cw so i can just watch it on there it is but Yes. Not the whole thing's on. You gotta. You, I, I'm watching it as they release one episode a week. Yeah, so I've got the I've got the CW app on my Fire Stick, so I think I can watch it on there. Oh, okay. So. Oh, okay. That's fine then too. Yeah. That works too. So those are the two shows that I'm starting, and the two shows that I just finished. I know. I know. I'm be shit. Yeah. So much better out there. But hey, <laughs> it's content, I suppose. Um, we're at we're at the time though. It is time for everybody's new favorite segment, Scott. Oh, it is, is it that time? It is coercive cinema time. I went okay. first last time, so this time, Scott, why don't you go ahead and take us into coercive cinema, explain to the maybe new people that haven't heard it before, kind of what's going on with it, and introduce the movies that we watched. So. Course Cinema is a relatively new segment we've been doing, and it's uh, where one of us gets the other one to watch a movie that they've never seen, that we've been wanting them to see and they just never got around to. So now we're forcing them to watch a movie, and then we come back and we talk about it. Um, so this week, in the spirit of Halloween, which is coming up, Adam, you had me watch the movie... Evil Dead 2, which I can't believe I've never seen. Yeah, especially since I'm pretty sure that you've seen Army of Darkness, which is the third one, right? I have. And that's that's part of what I want to talk about here. Because I know know I've seen Evil Dead 1. It it, it had just been a really, really long time. I don't remember. After you gave that to me, after we got off the show last week, I remember thinking, I'm like, oh man, maybe I did see Evil Dead 2. 
And I just don't remember because it was a long time ago. And I felt bad. I'm like, oh, man, am I going to be the one to break the rules of Boys of Cinema? So I'm like, you know what? Even if I saw it, I'm just going to watch it again and not tell him that I saw it. But the good news is I went and watched it. And I'm like, I've never fucking seen this movie. Nice. <laughs> so it will all work true. out. Uh, it's true. It all worked out. Yeah. Uh, and I have seen Army of Darkness. I've seen Army of Darkness a couple times. And actually, I own it on DVD, which is weird. I don't know how I came across it. But, yeah, so it's, it's a whole weird thing. So here's what I did, Adam. I thought to myself, you know, I know you've seen the first Evil Dead movie, but it's been a really long time. And now you're going to watch Evil Dead 2? You should watch Evil Dead 1 first and then watch Evil Dead 2. Boy, was I wrong there, because that's a mistake. Really? Yeah, and I'll explain why. I didn't know this. I learned something new. So our old friend Brandon, who's a friend of the show, he loves, loves the Evil Dead movies, the Bruce Campbell movies, uh, so much that he's probably cursing as he's listening to this podcast right now that we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. But um, So I watched Evil Dead 1. And I remembered parts of it. And, you know, it was a low-budget film from early in the 80s. And I expected all that. And I enjoyed it. It was fine. And then right away, right after it, I'm like, okay, it's time to start Evil Dead 2. The movie that you wanted me to watch. Yeah. I started it. And um, it was completely different. Evil Dead 2 did a little bit of a recap at the beginning to remind people what had happened. I guess the movie was made like six or seven years later. So they wanted to remind people. I imagine, the they, recap I imagine they didn't like expect to even make a sequel. So that's, that's what I imagine. Right. Yeah. From, I, I did some reading on this and uh, you're upset. You're exactly right. But it's one of those situations where years later, not right away, but years later, it becomes a cult classic and has a following. And then they're like, hey, let's capitalize on this and make another one. Um, the problem is, like I said, they started the movie and they gave this little bit of a recap. And it was nothing like the first movie. It was completely different. Yeah. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck's going on here? <coughs> so in, in the first movie, there was like five people who rented a cabin and they go there and they like like read from this book or whatever and unleash these demons and that they spend they spend the whole night like fighting them off and surprise surprise four people end up dying and getting possessed and the only one left is ash who's bruce campbell's character and he's got to fight them all you know so then when they show the recap in the second movie it's just him and his girlfriend who their car his car breaks down and they stumble across this cat which is the same exact cabin but they didn't rent it and there was no friends there they just walk into the cabin and then the same thing happens they play a recording and then the, the you know but it was it was I'm like wait this isn't the same then there was a bridge that they couldn't get across cuz it got destroyed it was a completely different bridge so I'm like what the fuck's going on here it turns out I start reading it it's technically not a sequel. It's actually more of a reboot, which, again, this goes back into us 
what's the difference between a sequel, a reboot, or a remake? We talk about this so much on the show. Yeah. And the short answer is the short answer is we don't fucking know. But uh, yeah, I thought I thought Evil Dead Two was a sequel. I mean, it's called Two. Typically, that means it's a sequel. But actually, from the article I read, it's not a sequel. It's a reboot. And some things were changed. Some things were kept the same. And it's because the rights to the original Evil Dead, they couldn't get them from the first company. So they had to change things. Which is kind of weird, right? Yeah. So the movie is very different from the first one in the... The first one, I feel like it tried to be serious, but with the, the bad special effects and the bad acting, it came off as humorous. Sometimes when you and I watch a horrible B movie, and it, we laugh at it. Yeah. That's kind of how The Evil Dead was. The Evil Dead 2 is self-aware, and there's a lot more comedy specifically added into it. Not comedy on accident like the first one. Like, they're making fun of themselves in the second one. Which, I kind of like that, personally. I don't know how you feel about that. It was enjoyable. I Yeah, like, I fully under I understand kind of what they were going for, and it made it pretty good. I think. Yeah, so I watched the whole thing, and I was entertained. It's a good Halloween movie for this time of the year. Um, I love anything movie... with Bruce Campbell in it. I love anything with him in it. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's he's a fun he's a fun character. But here here's another thing I found interesting, and I wish I wish I would have watched Army of Darkness also. I wish I would have watched all three of them. Because if I remember correctly, so at the end of the Evil Dead 2, it ends where Army of Darkness should start. Yeah. But then Army but then Army of Darkness happens and it doesn't start the same way. I I've you know never seen I mean? I've never seen Army of Darkness. That's the one I've never watched. Oh, I must have to So, I could be wrong and if I'm wrong, Brandon, you can kick my ass because it's been a while since I've seen Army of Darkness, but I want to say the movie starts out with him like working in a grocery store. I mean, that's how the series starts, Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, I don't know if it's a grocery store, but um it's or it's a hardware store or something like that but that's how that starts but i've never seen like army of darkness so i have no idea i want to say because the 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 way that evil dead 2 ends he gets sucked back in time through the vortex yeah and he's it and he's in the medieval times and i want to say i could be wrong here so i apologize if i am just trying to go off memory army of darkness starts and he's in the regular world it doesn't start with him in medieval times and then something happens that he's then sucked in the medieval times so <laughs> i'm like huh the the continuity doesn't add up for the three films yeah but maybe that's on but maybe that's on purpose but i don't i don't know it's it, it's irrelevant that's not a big deal that's just me being uh siskel and ebert for a minute here but <laughs> not a big deal I, uh, Evil Dead 2, I enjoyed it. It was fun. Uh, a lot of gore. A lot of gore. A lot of funny, funny parts. And, uh, that was that. 
<coughs> All right. Um, my pick was Inception. That was my yes. pick, and it's the movie that yes. I always talk about is like the kind of like the basis for why we do this segment because yep. I. It's always the big joke. Oh, you've never seen Inception. No, I've never seen it. And the reason why I never watched before was because it's been talked about for so long and so many times that I just kind of, I just basically kind of like know almost all about the movie through other people talking about it and podcasts and things like that. So I just never bothered to like go and watch it. And I finally, I finally, you know, sat down and watched it. And you know what? Yes, because I. Because I forced you to. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hence the name of the segment, Coercive Sunday. You coerced me into watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. And you know what? It's a it's a good movie. It's a, it's a yeah, little. It's, it's a, a really fucking good movie. It's a little long. I'm not gonna lie. It's a little little too long. I would think. I think they could well, shave off a little bit of that time, but it's a good movie. Um, it's Christopher Nolan, so what do you expect? Yeah. But uh, let me let me interject here. Let me inter- why? So you're right. Uh, Inception is the quintessential movie of why we do this segment. I've wanted you to watch that movie for years because we always reference it in some way. We always quote it or make it make a, a comment about it. And you're always like, yeah, I've never seen it. So it's almost turned into like a joke that Adam has never seen Inception. And when we started this the segment that's what you used as an example like oh you can finally get me to watch inception haha and i always knew i was going to get you to watch inception but i didn't want to do it right away i wanted to wait a little bit so we've done we've done several weeks of this and i've had you watch some weird fucking shit some other things that were good and uh our friend mike deloney who listens to the podcast who's been on the show i was talking to him one day and he goes why do you make Adam watch the weirdest shit course of cinema? Why don't you just make him watch Inception already? That's that's why we do this. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, you're right, Mike. Fine. So, Mike, when you're listening to this, it's because of you. I picked Inception this week for Adam. Adam, let's hear about Inception. Um, I think everybody knows about the start of Inception, but it's basically about the. Here's the one thing I didn't know about the movie. I'll say this is I didn't realize that. Inception, like, uh, dream extraction was kind of, like, almost well-known in this world. Like, I assumed that it was, like, a secret government or or secret society kind of thing where it's like, ooh, we can go into your dreams and do stuff. But it's like, I guess they teach it in college, apparently, where, like, you can mm-hmm. do stuff like this, which is, that's one thing I did not realize about this movie because mm-hmm. that's how El- Ellen Page's character kind of gets involved. Um mm-hmm. But it is definitely, I would say this, if I had watched it when it first came out, I would say that it's like the ultimate mindfuck of a movie. Because uh, mm-hmm. you don't know what's going on or, you know, what's real and what's not and this, that, and the other thing. So, um, it, it is interesting. Uh, there's always that big debate that they that everybody has like, oh, is Leonardo DiCaprio's character Cobb, is he still like in the dream world? Like, is he? Everybody always, like, argues about it. He is, he isn't, he is, he isn't. Um, he He's definitely in the dream world. I, I have no, like, I have no mystery or discussion about that. He's he's still in the dream world. That's what he is. Um, the reason for that, in my opinion, is... <coughs> at the end of the movie, when they get oh, off the plane... They cut out. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. God damn it. Okay. 
I heard you say that you are sure that he's still in the dream world. And that's what I, I want to talk to you about that. Yeah, I'm I'm positive. I have no no mystery about that. I'm super sure he is still in the dream world because he uh, a couple reasons. Well, number one, at the end of the movie, when he comes out of the dreamscape, he he doesn't talk to anybody. There's no like conversation to be had with anybody. He just kind of like walks away, and it seems like almost like a dreamlike sequence of like, yeah, we did it, guys. Everything ended okay. We're all safe and sound, and I. Uh, Another reason is uh, his, the grandfather, uh, what's his name? Was the I can't remember. Michael Caine. Michael Caine's character, he was there at the airport waiting for him. But he was at, he wasn't, so basically what I'm trying to say is like, so you're telling me that he took a plane. Because he was, he was at the place, I can't remember, was it Paris or something like that where he met Ellen Page's character? He, yes. He, Michael Caine was teaching there. So you mean to tell me that he hopped a plane from Paris to America just to pick him up from uh, where the airport that he got at so that he could take him back to no, the house no, where no. his kids are? He, no, no, he was going back. He, when when uh, Cobb came to visit his father when he was teaching that, that class in that university, he said... I'm going back to see his, obviously his mother was there watching the kids and he's like, I forget it. It's been a while since I've seen it, but he either gave him a present to give the kids or said, tell the kids I love them or tell them I said, hi, you know, one of those things. So he said in that scene that he was going back. So we knew he was going to be in America at that point. Okay. I, I, I guess I missed that line. Okay. Um, so that's ne- okay. So never mind about that argument, but um yeah he he's he's still in the dreamscape man the the top didn't stop spinning it kept on going it kept on going so i'm not gonna say i disagree with you but devil's advocate here for a minute the movie cut out before we could see it looked as if the top was kind of starting to wobble like it might have stopped spinning soon but then the movie ended before we saw I mean, it kind of, um, di- it kind of did that in the scene where um, Leo Leonardo DiCaprio's character was trying to save Sa- Saito from being in the uh, the limbo area, and uh, when he was old man Saito, I'm pretty sure I could, I could be wrong, misremembering, but I'm pretty sure he spun the top, and the top didn't stop spinning, but it did do a little wobbly kind of a little bit. So I don't think that matters mm. so much. Um, well. I'm not like okay. I I'm kind of leaning toward him still being in the dream world. I'm leaning toward that. But I'm not as quick to you how you said, "Oh, I'm sure of it. I'm 100%." I'm not sure. I'm not sure. He could be out. It ended too but perfectly. I'm l- it ended too perfectly. That's why I say he's yes. still in there. The the ending and, was too I perfect. I agree. I'm leaning toward him still being stuck in the dream world myself. I kind of agree with you, but I'm not prepared to say I know for 100% certain. I don't I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I don't think Christopher Nolan even knows. I think they wanted to leave it a mystery at the end. It's like it's like the 3 seashells. We never find out how the 3 seashells work. And you know what? 
they never even figured out how the three seashells work. It, 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 like, it was just a thing in a movie. That's the same as this. We don't know, and we're never going to know if he's in or if he's out or whatever. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll never know. That's true. But I'm like, I'm pretty confident. Like, I've got no, I've got no, like, mystery in my mind about it. I'm like pretty confident. He's just, he's stuck in there. He's still there. I it's, guarantee it. You know, it's not a four-year distraction podcast unless we bring up Demolition Man and the three seashells in some way. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, we know how, th- we, we can speculate how the three seashells work. You know, <laughs> one up, one down, one to polish. I don't, I don't know, know, man. I don't, I don't know. know. It's It was a good movie. It was a very good movie. Um... Yeah, I I don't know if I have too much to say about it. Honestly, like I like, it's not a mystery for me. Like I don't have an argument about it. He's he's in the dream. That's what he is. It ends too perfectly. He's still in the dream. <coughs> you know, I mean, the second he gets out, Saito makes a phone call. You know, nobody says anything. It's like, oh, you know, welcome welcome back, Mister Cobb, and he gets taken to see his kids. Yada yada yada. All this stuff. I mean, I want to know, like. I will say the biggest, the coolest part of it was when you found out that he was the one that incepted his wife and, like, basically caused her to commit suicide. Yeah. That was, like, the coolest part of it. I was like, holy, that was, like, the biggest twist, I think, where it's like, holy shit, this dude's a fucking maniac. Would you, if you were in a dreamscape like that, if you were in limbo, like, the way him and his wife were would mm-hmm. you like desperately want to like get out of it like you are basically a god you can create anything you want you can make any illusion you want Do- would it matter to you so much or would you be like his wife that's like nah let's stick around like this is bullshit let's stay here everything's great we're gods okay. that's a good question it's also like the whole matrix thing if you were stuck in the Matrix, would you want out? Fuck no. I'd be, I'd, be, I'd be Cypher. You know, put me back in the... Plug me back in, motherfucker. I want to taste steak and, you know, all this other nonsense. Fuck no. Be, being trapped in the <coughs> Matrix or being tra- being trapped in the, the dream world or e- even, even Limbo, it's not that different. You yeah. know? It's... Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. It's tough. It's tough. Would Life... you? He... Ah, I don't know. Life's hard, man. Just let me be a god. Let me be a god you know for what's like fifty re- years. You know what's real fucked up, and and I'm surprised Cobb was as okay with it as he was. It's the reason why his wife was so fucked. Imagine living an entire lifetime. You live an entire lifetime thinking it's real. And then, poof, it's not. And you're right back to basically the instant you were when you went in. Like, that's a mind fuck. Like, and, and, and Saito did it too. I mean, we don't, we don't know what the after effects had on him. But he lived an entire life. Yeah, he was an old ass man. He was an old ass man. And then they pulled him back out of it. Well, you saw Cobb and his wife. They were old, old too. 
they lived a whole lifetime <coughs> and it wasn't real. But, it, but as far as your mind thinks, yeah, that's fucking real. It's kind of like, I know you've never watched all the episodes of uh, Deep Space Nine, but it, there's an episode of Deep Space Nine where they were exploring something it th- uh, on the other side of the wormhole, and Miles O'Brien, he got he, mm-hmm. he did something, he like was trying to like look at some technology of this planet they were visiting, and apparently it was like against the law. It was considered treason to do to the way he, the what he was doing, um, just like trying to like understand their technology and like scanning it and stuff like that. So he was mm-hmm. sentenced to like decades in prison. And but the way that they do their prison system is they give you memories <clears throat> of somebody who was in prison and make you believe that it was you in there. So like he basically spent decades and decades and decades in prison, but in like the real world he just had like a little like thing placed on his temple and he was out for like an hour. And then when he came out of it, like he was a fucked up dude. Like he was super fucked up because he was institutionalized when he wasn't in prison actually. So it's kinda like that where like you think you've spent so much time doing something but in reality you spent no time at all hmm yeah it, it fucks uh, you up it'll it'll fuck you up if you're not like if you don't go into it with like the sense of like okay here's what's gonna happen i've got to mentally prepare myself for that and even then even if you mentally prepare yourself if you're not the right kind of person the right kind of mind it's gonna fuck you up like i'll be honest with you i would probably see myself I think life is hard, so I'd probably stay in the dreams limbo, at least until I was, like, an old man, and then I'd be like, alright, get me out of here. At that point, I'd be like, get me out of here, and then, like, in a year of, like, dealing with, like, the bullshit of the world, I'd be like, alright, send me back in the limbo for another 50 years. <clears throat> That's kind of what I would do, until, like, my brain turned to mush. I'd be like, just let me repeat repeat the process every year until, like, I'm done. Huh. That's what i do. Here's here's well, another, here's I- another philosophical conundrum of, of a similar nature in Total Recall at the end of the movie. Is he still in the machine or is he you know really out there on Mars saving the planet? Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah that's another one. Yeah, I like movies that end that way. That's a, a absolute fucking mind fuck, if you will. Oh jeez. But it was a good. Well, movie. I'm glad. I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad you finally <coughs> fucking saw it. Now we can move on. Yeah, this is the end of Chorus of Cinema, everybody. We watched that movie, we're done. I'm, I'm kidding, obviously. Yeah. There's there's more. We're gonna keep we're gonna keep keep on keeping. We're gonna no, milk this cow not. until it's dry. So Alright, so what do you what do you have for me for next week? What do I have to watch? Um I'm taking a gamble because I actually don't know if you've seen this or not, and if you have seen it then I'm don't know what I'm going to do. I'll have to, real quick on the fly, I think of another suggestion. But, um, as I said, I'm trying to go with the more horror-oriented genre, given the fact it's spooky October. Um, I have picked for you, it is a Netflix original movie. Uh, tell me if you've seen it. The Babysitter. Starring Bella Thorne. Uh, you have not? I have not. Good, no. I'm glad. Okay. It is a horror comedy is what it is. So, okay. uh, kind of a kind of a like Evil Dead 2 is a horror comedy. This is more like in your face kind of comedy. It's 
very violent, very gory, but it is basically about a group of teenagers that could be Satanists. And hijinks ensue oh. from there. So oh, it is on Netflix. Okay. It is called The Babysitter. They actually just, and I've been meaning to watch it, they've actually come out with a sequel to it uh, called The Babysitter... can't remember what it's called. I don't know. It's Babysitter something. So Okay. It's called yeah. The Babysitter on Netflix. Yeah. Okay, I'll check I'll check that out. I've never even heard of it, so I'm excited to go in completely blind on it. That's the sequel's called Babysitter Killer Queen. So Killer Queen. Um <clears throat> uh, but that is your pick. Babysitter is on Netflix. So those of okay. you at home who wanna watch along, there you go. Okay, well I'm gonna get you. I'm going to get you, and uh, so this is something, this is a movie that I watched, and I watched it with my wife several years ago, and I surprisingly loved it. I thought this movie was great, and going into it, I thought I was going to hate it, and I really, it was a pleasant surprise. Kristen liked it a lot, too, and uh, just recently... It came up in conversation between her and I, and I said, oh, my God, I am going to get Adam on that movie. I'm going to chorus of cinema him. And she was like, oh, you absolutely have to. And then we were together at one point, and Kristen let the cat out of the bag. And she's like, oh, did he give you this movie? And I was like, don't tell him I'm going to do that. I haven't given it to him yet. Well, I'm giving it to you now. You are going to watch the movie Magic Mike, starring Channing Tatum. Oh, God. And yes, yes, it's about male strippers, but there's more than that, Adam. It is a fine film, and I want to know what you think about it. It is on Netflix. Okay, just writing it down. Magic yes, I Mike checked, on Netflix. I checked, and it is on Netflix, so... You gotta watch Magic Mike, and I gotta watch The Babysitter. Alright, I've written it down. I'm gonna, you're gonna watch some, uh, some horror stuff, and I'm gonna watch some dicks flopping around. You're gonna see, you're gonna see Channing Tatum with his butt out. <laughs> there's no, there's no magicians. There's absolutely no magic. It's not, it's not a magic show. There's no David Copperfield. None of that. It's about dicks and butts, and get and, and it's great. You know what? I look forward to see some ch- chiseled butts. <laughs> I want to see some uh, rock hard butts. Let's and do it. Uh, our boy Matthew McConaughey is also in it, so that's exciting. all right. 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 So to recap, babys- the babysitter on Netflix and Magic Mike. So tune in to next week to hear what we think about it. Yeah, go ahead and, and watch both of those movies on Netflix if you haven't already seen them. So when you turn tune in uh, to next episode, <laughs> you'll know what we're talking about. You can hang out. You can listen to what we think of these movies. Um, next week, there will not be a show, Adam. I will be out of town. Um, so, well, we could do the show on Friday if you're available, but uh, there might not be a show next week. Yeah, we'll play it by ear. We'll play it by ear, yes. So, next show, 
you'll have Magic Mike and Babysitters. Alright. Uh, Adam, why don't you let the listeners know how they can hear for your distraction? If you want to get a hold of us, if you want to tell us what you thought of the movie, or even give us suggestions uh, for movies and we can take a look and see if we've watched them or not, and if they're viable for Coaster Cinema, email us, distraction at gmail.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Search distraction at podcast, FYD. Um, you listen to us on SoundCloud. We're also available on iTunes. Search distraction. Like us, rate us, share us with us, comment on us. Uh, the only way we grow is if you guys help us grow. And actually, rating and commenting does help because it teaches the algorithm that, hey, this is getting some traction. Maybe we'll suggest it to other people. We're also on Google Play and Spotify. If you want to listen on there, search Podcast FYD. Uh, we're members of the Be Real Podcasting Network. Head over to Podbean and listen to us on there on the Movie Guys podcast. That is our official, unofficial hub for the Be Real Network currently. As you heard at the beginning, we're still a member of the Electronic Media Collective. So head over to electronicmediacollective.com and check us out on there. Um, yeah, that, that's where you can find us. Good shit, homie. Good shit. Yeah, good shit. Uh, what are you being for Halloween? Um, COVID free. That's what I'm being. <laughs>